We have a question mm -hmm. about sound, transcendental sound vibration, being more subtle, more reliable, and how that's how spiritual life is uh, received. That's how what? I didn't spiritual hear Spiritual life, how Krishna oh. consciousness can be more accurately received. <coughs> Sometimes when Srila Guru Maharaj speaks about this, he often, he quotes a line from the Srimad Bhagavatam that is from the Ajamil section. <clears throat> the line, Vaikuntha Nama Grahanam. And what it means, according to him here, Baikunta means in the sense of spiritual. Baikunta nama, that it is spiritual nam, spiritual sound. Um, he likes to quote the Prema Bibharta of Jagadananda Pandit, says, <clears throat> Namak. <coughs> is there incense nearby? It's, yeah. <clears throat> Just move it to the back of the hand. Namakar bahiroi bhatanamakabunoi. That in the Prema Bibharta, Jagarananda Pandit, according to Guru Maharaj, he's saying that what qualifies something to be the holy name <clears throat> is not the nam akar, that literally you're saying these syllables or these sound, Krishna. But, <clears throat> in fact, he says, that's never what it is. But is the, and Vaikuntha Nama Grahanam, is there some spiritual quality or characteristic in the background? Is it descending? Atakshi Krishna Namadi Nabhavyedgrahyam Rupa Goswami. The Nama Rupa Gunalila, the name of Krishna, Nam, the sound, the form, Rupa, qualities, the pastimes, they're all um, Nabhavyedrahyam Indriyai, they're beyond the grasp of the senses means they're beyond the grasp of hearing, seeing, vibrating. They're beyond the grasp of all of the senses. So then naturally one will think, what are we doing who put so much emphasis on hearing? Right? Sanatana Goswami, Avaishnava Mukhodgirnam, Putam harikatamritam shravanam naiva kartavyam sarpochistam yatapayo. So not all hearing, all 
is really Shravanam proper. Not all sound uh, is Kirtanam. What will qualify it? Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam. Uh, Sridhar Swami has Ado Arpita Paschad Kriyeta. Beginning, middle, and end must be for Krishna. So, minimally, this means that we have to readjust our thinking. Guru Maharaj quoted Professor Sanyal saying, if I go to read the Bhagavatam, to hear the Bhagavatam, on the order of Guru or Vaishnav, then it may be Krishna Bhakti. It may be Sravanam Kirtanam Smaram proper. Said, but on my own, for my own purpose, on my own initiative, then it may be karma, it may be V karma. So at its basis, if it is spiritual, then it must be descending from the upper world into this plane. We hear the expression sometimes, shrota panta, the path of hearing, shruti, veda, it's divine sound. But when, when is it qualified as divine sound? <clears throat> and we say vaikuntha in the general sense, goloka, we're more specifically in. Golokera premadana harinama sankirtana. Harinam sankirtan proper is a goloka affair. Looking for a particular quality. If we impose our own thoughts, ideas, observations, speculation upon the sound or the concepts represented therein um, that may be offensive, misleading, um, something other than what it's intended to be. Rupa Goswami in divining what is qualifies as pure devotion. Anyabilashita Sunyam Sunyam Gyanakarmadyanavritam. No ulterior motive, either karmic from the karmic point of view, the gyan point of view. Not hearing to uh, accumulate knowledge. Right? To expand our um, intellect or our repertoire of what we know. Nayamatma pravachanena labhyo namedaya na bahuna srutena. The same, the shruti, what are they saying? Bahuna srutena. So much hearing won't get you that. So it's always some um, 
fine point, the spiritual quality of something, that is what is important. Still, uh, Srila Guru Maharaj said when he was younger, he heard this expression, what was that? It said, it's not so important as to understand the meaning as to continue hearing. You know that? Anyway, I forget what it was. Anushasanam. Anyway, <clears throat> and this runs against what he normally uh, thinks about quality and quantity. Right? Quality brings us relief from mathematics. Right? Uh, the repetition of sensation is not experience. So he thought I, it was difficult. It said, not so much important to understand uh, the meaning as continued hearing. So in light of what we just said, this seems to be a contradiction. Right? But uh, it means faithful hearing, a particular type of hearing. In the Panchadhyay section, the tenth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, the Kriditam Brajabadu Vir Idam Javishnu Sradhan Vato Anusranayad Atavarna Yedyak tells that yes, one should hear these things, but there's a particular way that they have to be heard for the transference to t take place for it to be transformative. Shraddhaan vato anusranayad attavarnayadyat. The speaker and hero, there have to be particular qualifications. That's consistent with what Sanatana Goswami said. Not to, harikatha, the mere fact that it uh, is um, Literally, Harikatha doesn't mean that it is of a spiritual quality and characteristic. And as we are looking at these words of Srila Saraswati Thakur, and he's saying the dictionary type meaning and then actual spiritual meaning. And he's saying, and the spiritual meaning is as indicated in that slogan from Rupa Goswami beyond the grasp of the mind, the intellect, the senses. The Upanishads are also saying that. So then what are we left with? Tom me vaisha vivrinute tena labyas. Toshaisha atma vivrinute tena labyas. Atma vivrinute tanum swam. Krishna's will has to be in the background. That he wants to reveal himself to give himself 
to appear in that sound, in those descriptions. In the 87th chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam, the 10th canto, the Veda Stuti, prayers of the personified Vedas, begin with the Parikit Maharaj inquiring that if the tongue is flesh, it's mundane, the mind is the mundane element, all these things are prakriti, they're material. So how can you vibrate something spiritual? How can sound be used to convey something spiritual if the instruments we use to produce that sound are mundane? That's his question. And it's a very, you know, that's the uh, longest chapter in the 10th canto. And many things are described there. But in summary, it comes back to this point that uh, spirit can uh, use matter uh, for expression, but not the inverse. No amount of material uh, configuring, reconfiguring can generate spirit. There's not some uh, formula or procedure, right? formulaic procedure to follow that will generate a spiritual outcome. Rather, spirit with Krishna's backing may descend to this plane and express itself. In the Sharanagati of Bhaktivinoda Dhakur, these things are mentioned. He's talking about the quality of Krishna Nam that Like the Bhagavatam says, Pravishtakarna Randrena Svanam Bhavam Saroruham. When the spiritual sound enters the heart, then the heart expression. That's the idea for it to be of a spiritual quality. Not this literally hearing something, the transfer of information, like a data transfer. Machines can transfer data, right? Not a, a machine-like, robotic-like transfer of information. Tene Brahma Hrida, heart to heart, and from the core of one consciousness to the core of another consciousness. We're speaking about Krishna consciousness. Krishna consciousness in the heart of the devotee. Sarva hridayam mahyam. Transferred from the heart of the devotee um, to the heart of another devotee. Bhaktya sanjataya bhaktya. So, Gromar also mentions that sound, it's here 
It's the least aspect of the spiritual world and the highest aspect of the material world. The least aspect here, earth generates aroma. In the spiritual world, that's the invert. It's the highest. But in what we take to be the highest representation here, it's the least aspect of the spiritual domain. But that's its preferred method of distribution. No. Shrutayo binnam. The Shrutis. What is to be heard? Rupa Goswami nicely in one of his prayers, Nikila Shruti Ratnamala. That Harinam, the name of Krishna, is the, uh, the all the Shrutis pro- proclaim. This is the central sound, the most important sound, the crown jewel of sounds. And Guru Maharaj says in a mildly humorous way, he said, if they do not declare this, they, it would be to commit suicide. They're the Shrutis, sound personified, the Vedas personified. They must be of the opinion that sound is the ultimately liberating thing, anavedanta, anavriti, shabda, anavriti, shabda. Through sound you can become liberated. Gurumar says Gayatri explanation, ganatrayate, that sound, that song that liberates one. But then all of these things will have to be qualified. What is song? What is liberation? I remember one, many years ago, Subhananda and myself, we were, we would examine what other groups were doing when we were uh, preaching on college campuses. So at the time, transcendental meditation was very popular. And what's called trans, TM, transcendental meditation. We went to one of the lectures to hear what they're saying. And the speaker said, Mantra, <laughs> I cannot forget that. Mantra, and uh, there's like 200 people there listening very carefully. He said, a meaningless sound of which the effect is known. No, yeah, that's really heavy. A meaningless sound of which the effect is known. Thank you. <laughs> he understands how absurd that is. Not a meaningless. <laughs> Maybe you don't understand it. Rather condensed meaning when Gurudev was prompting Srila Guru Maharaj. We, we prepared for this day where he would um, give his Gayatri explanation. And I knew, and Srila Govindamaraj knew it, Gurmaraj didn't know we're necessarily going to ask him this. But 
Gurudev said, I think today is like a good day, and it turned out to be the best day ever. But to steer Guru Maharaj into that domain, Gurudev started talking about Gayatri Basya Rupo Shovedarta Paribringhita. What's the first line? It's from the Garuda Purana. Artoyam Brahmasutranam Bharatarta Vinirnaya Gayatri Basarupo Sho Vedarta Paribringhita. That Gurudev said it this way. He said, What is expressed in uh, Mahabharata? A lack of slokas. 100,000 verses and one line in Gayatri. Veda Mata, said to be the mother of the Vedas. From this, all Vedic knowledge and understanding is coming out. But this is mentioned. Artoyam Brahma Sutra Nam, the Brahma Sutra, the Vedanta Sutra. Vedas were told are the tree, Vedanta, the flower, the Bhagavatam, the fruit. I like looking at the mango trees at the Mat. You know, there's one next to the centenary building where Gurudev said Gurumar's favorite mango is the Chosha, right? And he, so one mango that Gurumar is particularly like, Gurudev took that and planted that tree that's like massive next to the centenary building. But if you see a mango tree when it's not the season, there's no mango, there's no flower. That's not what you see. Its whole purpose is to produce mangoes. And in the course of time, the mango will appear. So people will look at the Vedas, the Shrutis, hear these divine sounds. Where is Krishna? When uh, I was on the so-called library party, where you take books to professors at universities, that New York University. Some of the libraries we'd go to would have a million volumes or two million, you know, of a big university, millions of volumes. And we look through the card catalog. It's pre-internet and find the cards. And I saw they had the Rig Veda. So I thought, oh, I'd like to see it. <laughs> you know? It's the oldest religious book. Think about it. We've heard of so many religious books in the world. According to the Gurmars, the Rig Veda, that's the oldest religious book there is. I thought, oh, I'd like to see it. We know Om Tad Vishnu Paramam Padam Sada Pashanti Suraya. That's slow come. But 
So, I'm looking there, and I'm an aspiring devotee of Krishna. I, I'm, I, I want to see somewhere where it says, like, and Krishna is the supreme personality of God. <laughs> I'm going to keep turning. I can't wait to, like, so many things may be said here, but Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. And clearly, we're indicating that. And I'm looking through and it's talking about Agni and different gods, and I'm looking through. I'm starting to get nervous. <laughs> I don't see anything about Krishna in this book. I mean, with my eyes. If you ask Jiva Goswami, you say, all over the place it's indicating Krishna. Right? Bhaktivinoda Thakur and Jaiva Dharma. And as Gurudev said, why, how can he make these statements? Like in one place, he said, Bhaktivinoda says, all the Vedas are saying, you're talking about sound, what are they saying? Krishna is the property of Radharani and her girlfriends. <laughs> that is an outrageous statement, actually. I mean, in the classic definition of outrage, you know, astonishing uh, and bold. But Gurudev said, yes, because he has a view of the whole. He can say this with great uh, conviction and certainty. Yes. Shruti bir vimrigyam beiravyas. What the Shrutis are searching for and trying to point toward these girls, they own it. They've got it. If we thought, well, what does Bhaktivinoda say? What he's saying, he's spelling out clearly what's indicated by Veda Vyas in the 10th canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam. But he's saying it in, in a simple way that is a, we're shocked to hear it. But he has a view of the whole. So Jiva Goswami, he has a view of the whole. Right? So anyway, I'm looking through there and then, you know, according to my capacity to extract, I'm going away disappointed. Looking at the tree of Veda, I can't see, I don't, didn't find any mango. But Veda is the tree, Vedanta, the flower, and what is the flower of tree? It's the essence. We can, th those who are, you know, connoisseurs, they can understand where this is going to go. But nigama kalpatro galitam palam shukamukaram ritradravasamyatam pi bhagavatam rasamalayam muhuraho rasika bhuvibhavukaha. The prayojan tattva sloka, the fruit bearing sloka, the fruit indicating sloka, a Srimad Bhagavatam. That's where, so then when you're tasting the fruit, then you understand the purpose of that tree. Right? You could use the tree for many things, actually. 
But if we understand, once the fruit comes in, oh, this is what it was meant. And who are the, the imitationists in this thing? Like monkeys. Nuisance. They're a nuisance to the Sampradaya. So many, Mayavadi, they're a nuisance. Krishna assigned different seva to Mahadev, to, and Bhaktivinoda says this, to say, so that there won't be a nuisance for the pure devotees. At the Mat, the nuisance, monkeys come. And they want, before the fruits, or the, the, they want to, like, they just start eating, like, the buds. They, so the devotees try and keep them away so that the buds can grow and develop in the main, but they just ruin everything. But anyway, Shabda Brahma is the sound Shabda Brahma is its spiritual sound. Like Jagannath. Daru Brahma. When one devotee, in some regard, asking Guromars about a particular deity, particular place, Guromars' answer, he said, in Jagannath, they change the deity every, what, 12 years. He said, is it Jagannath? <laughs> what about the original? Said, well, they change the deity regularly. Is it Jagannath? So from an objective point of view, what, that may be uh, changed, substituted. But what's in the background? They made a U.S. currency. There's new hundred-dollar bills. So what's funny is in certain countries, uh, the ones that were previously accepted as being hundred-dollar bills, for a while the new ones will be doubted whether or not they're for real. But a shift will take place to where once the new ones are accepted and verified. They'll, they'll stop w not wanting the old ones, <laughs> especially in India. <laughs> they go, I'm sorry, you know, like, you go, wait a minute, a year ago that was the one, now, you know. So, but the point is, the backing, does it have the backing there? That's what makes it valuable. So we want something real and not... Uh, our, you know, the, the expression of our own delusion. Right? We'll make some sound, and then hearing that sound purify ourselves. I don't think that's the idea. But what's descending? What's the agency of descent? Saru, Shastra, Guru, Vaishnav. What's verifiably coming from them, 
entering the heart of the servitor and being expressed. What is the time? Uh-huh. Any other question? Is that really the time? Okay. What time did I start? Okay. So on the same theme, mm -hmm. the descent of the holy name that Srila Sridhar Maharaj spoke about, can you just give us uh, an idea what that was, what he was speaking about, and... And That's what I just spoke about. But uh, he gives many analogies. You have to ask me. Talk. I mean, I just spoke about all these things. Just keeping on theme. Yes. Um, the descent of the you holy. You have to ask name. me something specific. Then I just gave a summary mm -hmm. about he gives, the uh, holy name, descending of the all of these things. He gives analogies mm -hmm. like in the courthouse epidemics being spread and yeah um, I think it's better to read what he said okay, yeah yeah uh, <clears throat> uh, Yoga Maya and uh, Srimati Radharani, how they connect each other, like, uh, function is, uh, like, how to say, very same. Uh, they, like, managing everything, manage everything in spiritual world, but how they, like, which is, like, what separate, <laughs> I don't know how to say. I may not know how to say either, but. Guru Maharaj, he will say, you know, with his divine thinking, he felt there must be a strong connection of Baladeva and Yogamaya. And he came he found that somewhere, perhaps from Jiva Goswami. So I like to say, on the basis of what I've understood, they are casting and scripting Leela. So we like we will hear in the Balaram chapter, Nityananda Balaram chapter of Chaitanya Charitamritam, that uh, Balaram through his Ananta expansion, he becomes you know, the Shingasan, the cloth, the Upavit, the Brahmin threat, so many, the paraphernalia, his expense, like stage. And the beginning of the 10th canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, Vishwanath Chakrabarti Thakur will explain that when Krishna sees the particular atmosphere of Vrindavan, the trees, the evening, the moon, the night, 
blooming jasmine, many things, that it inspires him uh, toward rasa. And then that he gives an indication to yoga maya to uh, cast the rasalila, to prepare for that. And so yoga might, on this mango example we are talking about before, Vishwanath Chakrabarti Thakur gives an example that when a king wants to enjoy mangoes, the servants of the king, they go to a mango tree and they pick a whole bunch of mangoes. Then they bring them back and they say, this is fit to be consumed. Now this needs some... Uh, further ripening. Said, so Yogamaya surveys the servitors and see those who are fit to perform this particular service at that time. And then others, they may need some more ripening to come to full maturity. Which, in the case of the mango, we know is like heat sunlight and heat can bring it to the finished stage. So here, the fire of separation will have that effect. So, Ekula Ishwara Krishna Arsa Vritya and Govinda Mari Purusham Tamahamajami. Krishna, he's the enjoyer and they're making so many arrangements for his enjoyment. But we should be reminded that his enjoyment is not uh, mundane or as we conceive enjoyment. Ananda chinmaya rasa pratibhavitabhis tabir jaeva nijarupataya kalavi. If everything is of the nature of chinmoy, spiritually conscious, spiritually conscious substance. There's uh, no um, vitiated aspect of anything. We were talking before, defining liberation, muktir hitvanyata rupam swarapena vivastiti. The swarup is constructed out of dedicating tendency out of self-sacrificing tendency, if we can conceive such a thing, as the body, biological expression of the soul's delusion, it's constructed of exploitative tendencies. So if we can conceive of a form that's constructed of dedicating tendencies, Seva, Seva Mayoyam Loka. So there's no, uh, rea- it's not reactionary spiritual enjoyment. Guru Maharaj reminds us that Radharani herself is saying she's focused on serving the lotus feet of Krishna. This is given by Das Goswami. And as Vilapakusa Manjali, 
Dasayate mama rasastu rasastu satyam, sakayate mama rasastu rasastu nityam. He is focused on the least aspect of service and does not crave intimacy. It's the Prayojan Tattva Acharya, Srimati Radharani, same thing. He's trying to serve the lotus feet of Krishna. Saying, but whatever Krishna wants, she is uh, amenable to that. But that is not her, her uh, focus. So, in the Ratyatra pastimes of Mahaprabhu before Jagannath's Rat, he is voicing the sentiments of Srimati Radharani. Anyara Hridayaman Moraman Vrindavan. Saying normally one's heart and mind are synonymous. She's saying, my heart and mind are synonymous with Vrindavan. So we can take it. It's a construct of her heart for Krishna's pleasure, his happiness. Shamalila Avalambam. She's all of this sort of happiness is as hanging on her, dependent upon her. Guru Maharaj reminds us that Madhura Rasa is a is uh, Mukya Rasa, Adi Rasa, means it's the principle, the original. And uh, he said all other Rasas are like satellites orbiting this. They're not disconnected from it. Or they're clients of Madhura Rasa. Madhura Rasa is the original. And it's, we can think, Shanta, Dasha, uh, Sakya, Vatsalya, Madhura. Or we can go in the other direction, Madhura, Vatsalya, Sakya, Dasya, Shanta. Springing from that domain, from that position. That nija rupataya kalabi, as Krishna has expansions, Radharani is expanded in so many ways to orchestrate, cast, script the necessities of Leela, of these pastimes. If we read the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam in the commentaries of Vishwanath Chakrabarti Thakur, he will reveal in particular purports different shaktis of Krishna performing um, different functions in his pastimes. Like I mentioned the other day, the Govardhan, Samharika Shakti, arranging so that when he leaves his house in Nandabhavan to go to Govardhan Hill, to lift Govardhan Hill, that no, not a drop of rain gets on Krishna. Right? His turban is dry. So how does that happen? They're working uh, you know, in unison. 
yoga maya is very essential, a type of maya or illusion without which there couldn't be the maximum enjoyment for Krishna and participation in these pastimes. You see, uh, Krishna and Balaram, they have to make decisions as if they are not omniscient to fully uh, relish these pastimes they cannot be uh, overwhelmed by their own omnipotence when they're fighting or doing so many things. It allows for sweet interaction with the devotees. Guru Maharaj would tell about Uddhavan Krishna consulting with one another what should be done in a particular case, thinking, like the way we think. Krishna Rajateka Kela Sarvatam Naralila Bhapu Tahara Swarup. Krishna's pastimes form the template for human beings and human pastimes. Krishna discussing some diplomatic way to deal with someone. What is Balade's response? What need is there for this discussion? With my club, I'll just crush his skull. <laughs> He's coming with another type of idea. <laughs> another approach. You know, it's like divine fantasy. But it's the old, this divine fantasy is the ultimate reality. Whereas the so-called objective reality of this world is a phantasmagoria that's measurable, and we're impressed by that, that you can measure the phantas... I have a consensus agreement upon a measuring system for a phantasmagoria with this great achievement of human civilization. Netihasa nikalpanam. Not a historical occurrence, but not imaginary the ultimate reality, divine fantasy is the ultimate reality. And Rupa Goswami writes a book, a play. He is writing Leela, reality, in real time. But we're, because we're addicted to time, space, and measurements over here, is, is he writing something that happened? Or his, is his writing that it will happen? Or is it all simultaneous in some inconceivable way? Srila Gromar said, when Ananta Vasudev Prabhu mocked the Bhagavatam section about Rahu and uh, Ketu, and the moon and all these things. Um, 
Guru Maharaj didn't like that. And he said, uh, in the presence of Saraswati Thakur, Guru Maharaj mentioned the Jaiva Dharma of Bhaktivinoda Thakur. He said, what's discussed there, these discussions between, you know, Raghunath Das Babaji and Brajanath and other, and he said, I take it in some other kalpa, these things may happen. In the second canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, mentioned Baraha Dev, Baraha Avatar. Um, one fighting with Hiranyaksha in the Garbhadak Ocean. Right? Another lifting the earth with his tusks. And one is, you know, Sveta Varaha, Shukla. Another is like Rakta. But mentioned perhaps by Jiva Goswami in purport, they're from different kalpas, perhaps different uh, creations, but told it seems like one story. But it's reality. And what is the Lord's pastime? Who can think these things? Like the truffles of Europe, you know, truffles? Well, they're fungus, yeah, fung- fungus, fungi, right? So they use pigs or boar to find them because they have some special smelling ability. So, the, what are the pastimes of the Supreme Lord and his different avatars? In this one, well, in one pastime, he comes out of Brahma's nostril right, and then starts to grow. <laughs> anyway, he, uh, by smelling, he finds the earth. No, he's, om- he's omniscient. He knows where it is. <laughs> you need some yo- a healthy dose of yoga maya. Right? So he's searching. Where is your... Then by his smell. And interestingly, what do we have in Gita? Punyo gandak pritivyam cha tejas chasmi vibhavaso jivanam sarabhuteshu Anyway, Punyo Gandak Pritivyam Cha. Priti, the earth, that fragrance, some divine fragrance. So, uh, all of them very unique. So, by smelling uh, uh, Kurma. There's an uh, Kurma avatar. The Lord is supposed to be omnipotent. Right? So our brains will be thinking of the amazing, fantastic things he can do. But Leela, the, those, the upper world, how is it being expressed? Who is om, omnipotent, all-powerful, 
cannot scratch his back. <laughs> so that creates some service necessity. Right? The devas and the asuras put the mandar on his back and with vasuki, they're, this sounds to me like the pastimes of the infinite. In the milk ocean, can't, he has an itch on his back, they put the mandar hill, they're churning. Uchayasrava, the divine horse comes out, Airavata, Indra's elephant, the moon, Lakshmi Devi, they're trying to achieve Amritam. And what happened? Kormadev, what is it? Prishte, Brahmya, Manda, Mandana, Giri, Gravagya, Kanduyanan, like gravel. The English word gra- gravel. Gravagya, Kanduyanan, this. It's, he's getting some relief and going, And what is his breathing? The Vedas. These are the inconceivable pastimes. Baladev, Yoga Maya. And Gurudev said about that in the last line and the thing, and the waves of the ocean, they're still echoing this, that what we hear, everyone knows, when you hear the ocean, it's a mesmerizing, mystical sound. Some people even put it like on a loop or something for relax, whatever. There's some reference there, Gurudev was saying, that sound, that's like the breathing of Korma but it's also an encrypted uh, reference to Madhura Rasa. What is that? I mean, what I'm saying is bakya aparad. Uh, can't properly represent that, but but what I like to hear groomers, he was talking about the ever watchful eye of Yoga Maya that her and her agency, they're aware of all the, all devotees of varying levels of development. Of course, we're just being in a very high way about, but 
aware of all the servitors and their growth, development, and service necessity, and that everyone should be rest assured that we're all operating under the ever-watchful eye of Yogamaya, and whatever service necessity is there for any particular devotee, that will be, it won't be ignored or denied. Yes. Nature of the holy name, that the holy name is descent from above, means from superior Vaishnava. So there is no democracy. Uh, but sometimes, like for example, in our current situation, it's no obvious maybe source. So how can be? That, like, is it so that? Uh, have to one absolute, uh, like absolute Acharya, and others are like maybe relative Acharyas, and so how we, we can be several Acharyas, so how it, how it can be, and what is uh, spiritual, ultimate spiritual guidance, how we can approach? Well, just to, I mean, to keep in line what we're saying this evening, and something Guru Maharaj said before, there are many groups of gopis. Right? When we say Radharani at first, then Astasakis, and then etc. So, how shall we have any um, reticence and accepting uh, variegated expression? When Guru Maharaj asked Saraswati Thakur, that Sanatana Goswami concludes Krishna Leela in one way, Rupa Goswami concludes it in another way. How shall we uh, <clears throat> uh, adjust that? Saraswati Thakur's answer was Adhoksaja. Right. So, uh, Baladev Vidya Bhushan praising Rupa and Sanatana in that sloka, is that? Govinda Bida Mandarasida Hastasti Ratnadivat. They have the jewel known as Govinda in their palm, and they're as they rotate the jewel from one facet, some brilliant flash of illumination coming this way, one turning another way, revealing something else. The same jewel, but handled a little differently according to the temperament of that particular devotee. We have, you know, six Goswamis. So Rupa Goswami, Sanatan, Raghunath, but Raghunath Das, Gopabhata, Jiva Goswami, they're all um, representing some different aspect, we can say. So, we don't object to, to there being variety 
or variegatedness, as long as it's back to what I said initially, Vaikuntha Nama Grahanam, does it have spiritual quality and spiritual character to it? That's the important thing. And of a particular quality and character that's coming, descending, and our srota panta, our guru parampara. So, fidelity in terms of accuracy of reproduction as well. To accurately reproduce what has been heard. And as we told in the beginning, not in a literal sense, but to speaking to the spirit of the thing, the very spirit of it. <clears throat> Is this a holiday? Uh, seems unusual. <laughs> there, we say the Shruti Stuti, the personified Vedas and Upanishads. There's 108 Upanishads. And they're all, in one place, Gurudev compared them to uh, Shika. Like the Shika is also a flame from the light, Pradeep. So he said like 108 flames together. They're revealing the central absolute truth, but each one gives its own type of illumination. We can take it in that way, that different facets of illumination. Gurumars will speak sometimes of voltage. What is the voltage of the Krishna Nam of Yashoda? What is the voltage of the Krishna Nam of Srimati Radharani? <clears throat> and there's that sloka Gurumar's quoted from the Bhagavatam Nahe Kazmad Gurur Gyanam that hearing from a plurality of gurus will be beneficial. And we see that particularly in Shiksha Guru Parampara. Guru Maharaj's famous poem, the Saraswati Thakur, on his appearance day, it ends on the line Pranamami Charanam Tika Paricharaka Sahitam. We don't worship Guru in isolation, just as we don't worship Krishna isolated from his paraphernalia from his intimate associates. Same thing with Guru and Vaishnava. We don't worship them in isolate. To be exclusive doesn't, doesn't imply isolation. Not isolated from those who reflect them substantially. Mm. Hare Krishna.